Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness. Get the best in personal and online training and coaching, where you will find monthly online unlimited yoga packages, run training, play yoga, motivational speaking, and more. If that's not all, find out how to get the newest facial exercise program and manual. Let's face it together. Go to ContiFitness.net to find out more. High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with online health coaching sessions with High Five Health and Fitness. Also brought to you by Revolution Running. Join world-renowned Dr. Jason Karp for a workshop or certification near you. Author of Run Your Fat Off, Inner Runner, and so many more books. That's R-E-V-O-2-L-U-T-I-O-N, running.com. Also brought to you by 361 Degrees. For the best in athletic footwear and apparel, go one degree beyond with 361 Degrees. For codes and promos, go to twofitcrazies.com and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. Is Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazies and a microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, do you know what day it is on the podcast? On Brian. the podcast, on the well, podcast. Was a quick question. <laughs> 50 episode 50. We have made it to what the 50? What the 50? WTF 50. Fitty. Fitty, you're hot. Oh, my God. We walk bum, on a limb. Bum. Oh, my God. Bum, 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 All right. Bum. So it is a really exciting time because way back, once upon a time, when Brian and Christine were not two fit crazies in a microphone, we were just, we're just two fit crazy people that- In this world that had yet around, to connect and just like- Looking just around. Drift, adrift. We're like, wow, it would be so cool if I found someone else to be friends with. Someone that was kind of like me. Someone that would that would make me feel less alone in this world. I just need to find someone a little bit crazier than me to make myself seem a little bit more respectable. And then Brian found me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here comes Conti. <laughs> and then we got a poster. Yeah. We got a sign. And and our business cards. Yep. And then what came in the mail? T-shirts. Our shirts, which are pretty freaking, pretty freaking hot. <laughs> pretty they, awesome. were, they were posted on Instagram. <laughs> you need one. <laughs> they are really cool. And um, we're going to give some shout outs because we got some, uh, we got some, our T-shirts got sponsored. So we're going to tell you all about that um, as, uh, as they get, as they get created. So I'm holding off on that for the, that surprise. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. About just, that just a little, just a little teaser. Yeah. That's exciting. what they say in the, in the 
podcasting industry. That's a teaser because mm-hmm. we're you know we're we're legit, right? Fifty episodes yeah. is is like you it's know. where it's at. Yeah, we're not just like doing this thing. We're like doing it. Yeah, we first started out, and this is the best story of you know talking to each other, and and it was you know about a year ago now, and you know we started slow. And now things have really been picking up. We started slow because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. No, that's true. That's true. We were like, hey, a podcast would be really cool. We should do this. Brian's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm in. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Let's go. I didn't know. I mean, I knew knew that there was a need. And in the world, the most successful people fill voids or fill the need for something. Because honestly... You don't... You don't have... You can live without podcasting. Yeah. But... You I don't anymore. I, not I, anymore. I not. I mean, for me, that's one of the reasons why mm-hmm. I wanted to do it. Like I, I'm a big fan of podcasts. I love podcasts. I rarely listen to the radio anymore. Right. And you know, in my car or anything like that, I listen to I listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts about podcasting. Right. That was great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so have I this year. Like you know, there's podcasts about podcasting. It's like you know the coffee table book that's right. on the coffee table. The Cosmo Kramer on the on Seinfeld. And you know, so it's like it's something that I'm very interested in. I listen to these long form podcasts. So like when we started, I didn't. Um, you know, I I. I like have these podcasts that I listen to and, and I even watch them because some of them are put up on YouTube and that's coming next with us. All right. No, it definitely is. Like but that's, that's what I imagine. Right. That's like what I envisioned. And, and the way that I, that I thought about it is like when I watch, you know, Joe Rogan or rich roll or like any of these guys, there's like these massively produced studios with like all this stuff and the guests are there and it's like three hours long and you know, there's video and you can see it and it's kind of like you're there. It's like the news. Yeah. It's like you're there. It's, it's like, like an interview. It's, it's like, like you're in the chair. You're just not talking. It's like you have. It's like Oprah. I always thought it's funny because I knew podcasts were where it's at, yeah. but I had no idea. Like I didn't really listen to a lot of podcasts. I didn't know. I just knew that I love interviewing people. I saw the need of you know to you know you don't. I say this all the time. If you don't have a platform, don't just sit on your ass and wait for someone to tap you on the shoulder and say, "Hey, would you like to be on my news channel? Hey, Christine, would you like your own talk show host?" Because guess what? That's not how shit happens in this world. It's not. It's not. You got to create your own destiny. And I'm like, hey, let's get our voices out. If, you know, if we can interview some great people, we can get, you know, our past, which is, you know, we have extensively crazy pasts of all different, <laughs> you know, again, it's it's not like we had this straight path in life. And, um, you know, both Brian and I have had the ups and downs and this was great. And then we fell on our ass and then this was great. And then this happened. And I just think it's... That's life, and that's what everyone out there really needs sometimes instead of, you know, hearing about, oh, this person just – it's like the Olympics, I think. It's like, oh, look, this person just won a gold medal. They must be just naturally talented. And meanwhile, they're like, yeah, I've um, been practicing like every day for, for the past 17 years. life. Like, and you're <laughs> like, oh, oh. I mean there's so much more to it, and I think that's what's so cool that we've been able to, to bring to people. Yeah, and we – and on uh, like <laughs> – we didn't know what the heck we were doing. I called my friend Joe Cherry. Shout out to Joe Cherry. He's been our <laughs> thank you, savior. Joe Cherry. By the way, holy smokes! So Joe is a friend of mine. He was my roommate when I when I was living out west in in the college years. I can't even call it college because they were just the college years. And he uh, and he's and he's into podcasting, and I knew it. So I said, "Hey, Joe, you know, I got my friend Christine and I. We want to do a podcast. What do we do?" <laughs> 
and he sent this like email with links and like you know it was like his own words but he had hyperlinked certain things that was taking us to like these technology and these microphones it made you, me nauseous you right? sent it to me and i was like okay brian this makes me anxious <laughs> it really made me anxious <laughs> I think that's what I, I said. oh my god this makes me anxious. <laughs> it was like it was like we were at this you know he was like christine towing the line at iron man <laughs> it's like that a kind anxious. of a little anxious uh but he walked me through it and he walked up you know he walked us through it and um you know he kind of gave us an idea what we would really need like what was high-end stuff what was low-end stuff and the reality is you don't really need a whole lot uh and you know some software and some things that you use for mixing he actually made our logo mm-hmm. right he sent this to me he's like hey i've been messing around with some stuff how does this look I'm like it's good, it's great, done, Fantastic. done. Thank you very much. <laughs> right, so that, that two fit crazy thing with me with my, you know, my mean mug where I'm making silly faces. Which Joe, is- do you want to make extra money? Because I feel like um, if anyone we want to put up your info, if anyone needs logos and you know you want to do that side yeah. gig, like. You know, you might want to reach out to him. Just. Right, Christine with her smiling face, and me with my gigantic thumb up. Making I thought it was my thumb up for the first like six months of the of the picture. It, it could but be that's yours. Cool. Who knows? And uh, you know, it's become our our brand and our identity. And and uh, you know, he's tremendous help with that. But uh, behind the scenes, yeah. it takes a village. So the first time we got together, right? We're we're like, oh yeah, podcast. But then we're like, wait, what? Like. Are, are we going to be a good personality match? Are, what do our voices sound like? I mean, we could have totally bombed. Like, I could have said something and Brian could have had two minutes of silence. I mean, you know, we love all of our guests, but some of our guests are like chatty, chatty, chatty. We'll go on for hours and hours. Others, you ask a question and it's like a three-word answer. So you're like, okay, so what about, you know, and that's really, you know, and, and we've got a lot of feedback from, you know, people that have listened over the last year of, okay, well, this could have been better, or this was really great, or we love these questions, or what if you went this direction? And I mean, it's great for us because it's all kind of reflective. I was a teacher, obviously. Yeah. You know, you're, no, you're I was going to say, no, everything and, like, like my, in health coaching, there is such a thing as a high mileage question. Right. Right. You ask one question and you get a lot of mileage out of it. And it just like, you get the answers and feedbacks. And then the other thing that I did when I was in, you know, in mortgages and I was taking loan applications, right. I had to ask every single question because I needed every single answer because I needed to be thorough. Right. So like it was, don't oh, lie to me about your income. <laughs> like, right. No, I mean, we're going to really ask, I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to lead me to five more. Right. Right. And, and that's just kind of how like it was always like I was taught and when I was brought up in that industry to be thorough, mm-hmm. right? And to kind of do it. And and it kind of works. And, you know, I just like people's stories, right? So it's not very hard. And like you said, some people, you know, it's like, all right, are we at the dentist here? You know, are we pulling teeth? Uh, or, you know, are we, you know, or we have a guest, uh, you know, that we just ask them a question and then they go with it. We didn't it's know. We didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. And we still don't in a sense, but that's life. And we actually, the first one that we recorded, we actually videoed it because we were like, that's what you do. So we, we did? Yeah, I no, I have, a, I still have it. Oh, geez. I have the very first cut of us. It's video from my laptop. We didn't have microphones. We were just two fit crazies with no microphones. And then we had, um, and then we used just the, the microphone from my laptop. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, we're, we're podcasting. And it was like, all right, now what? And uh, it was just, it well, was Well, we good. released it. And yeah. it's funny because we still have, and I think, you know, we, Brian and I've talked about like, you know, should we pull those initial episodes down? They kind of sound really raw. And, you know, if, if we give out our business card and someone goes from episode one yeah. and they think that that's really 
where it's at. Yeah. It's really not, but it's such an evolution that I think it's almost like well, that's we gotta th- leave that because it's so. It's the, the episode the number piece. one is our is our I think maiden it's our, voyage. Yeah, the maiden the maiden voyage is uh, is still one of the highest listened to um, you know uh, episodes, only because people start at one. I think it's great though because Brian and I really talk about why we believe we're fit crazies and what we want to do. That kind of the whole basis for the for the podcast yeah i I think it's a great one i listened to it quite a few times we haven't really strayed too much from our initiative which is just to spread the word and 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 help people you know help themselves through movement and fitness nutrition your mind your body that's yeah that's this world hearing a cool story or something you know that you makes you want to climb a freaking mountain or yeah. bust through a brick wall. I mean, or that's, you can relate to some other person who's, you know, that's it. gone through the same hardships you have. And, and they're like, well, well shit, they, they didn't give up and they made it. I would tell people all the time. They're like, I'm like, if you're going through hell right now, just keep going. Yeah. Winston, Winston Churchill. Keep going, keep going. But that was kind of the, the first one. And then we, um, I'm trying to think of the second episode that we did was who needs you. Right. And we we're like, well, do you need the podcast? Do you like who needs you? Right, like who need? Yeah, but it's it's kind of like that. Like like I always think of it, and that's like who's who's your target market? You know, that's important to know, right? So it's really important to know. And we have different target markets. I mean, for a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you're I'm you know I like working with the men. Uh, you know, exclusively. I think that there's a huge void in the health and fitness industry. With Brian's the- really into men exclusively. Well, he just said, "You heard it, everybody." Hey, I like kidding. working. I, hey, you know what? Those boys need some love. All right, I'm here for them. Um, so you know, and, and and I do think you know that that there are, and you are very much into women empowerment and 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 you know and and um, working with with females and and you know it's it's really you know you've had that mom's all healthy page on right. uh, on Facebook. Well yeah, you get a couple kids, a husband, a cat, a, you move around, you I mean there's a lot. Yeah. There's some women specific things that you know, just like the men, there's certain things that it doesn't matter who your trainer is. Yeah. But there's other things, you know, where people call me and they are like, "Listen, Every time I do a jumping jack, I pee my pants. Yeah. And this is legit. It happens all the time. The I time. talk to people all the time. And they're like, you know, I just don't feel comfortable talking about this to, to anyone. But like you've had kids and you, you know, granted, I don't pee my pants every time I do jumping jacks. But if I did, it, you me, know, let it's, me tell you it's something. okay. That happened this morning in a class that I taught. And we, there was there was some, you know, some jumping jump rope uh, action going on. And. I get it, and that's really awkward for me, mm-hmm. right? Because now that's something that was completely not on my radar at all, you know, at all. And now I understand it, and now, like, it can get awkward. I don't let it get awkward. I kind of say, hey, I understand, you know, like, whatever. It's just kind of like a cool thing, um, you know, and, and sometimes there's, like, when there's a lot of people in the class, like, the line will form of <laughs> the bathroom. But, you know, it's it's uh, it's – it's something that I've learned along the way in my fitness journey, and it's it's pretty cool, and um, you know, just to be open mm-hmm. and versatile, and understand you know that all the things that are going through, and and that's you know part of what I you know a lot of what we do as trainers is just understanding the clientele, uh, and understanding who needs you, right, and understanding how you can help them. Uh, you know, you can't be a one trick pony. Right. You know, you can't just say, this is my program. This is what I do. Take it or leave it. A lot of people do. A lot of trainers do. Like, this is what we do here. 
you know. But meanwhile, you got fifty different people walking in the door every day, jumping, jumping forward. And I don't mean to because yeah. we're going to go through with our yeah. of our top moments of our of our fifty today. That's yeah. kind of our our purpose. If you haven't realized this, but we're going to go through very quickly. Dun, dun, tsh- I know. Okay, so we're going to go through some of our top moments. And um, one of, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but one of the things that um, Jonathan Ross said from Fontensity was that fitness is not like going into a shoe store and every shoe is size seven. Size seven shoes. And you're a nine. I mean, I'm just saying I'm a nine, but like I can't jam my foot into a seven. You're a 10, Christine Conti. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I can't jam my foot into a seven and say that's going to work for me. It's not working for me. All right, so I'm going to bust right through that, which means am I going to hurt myself? Am I going to break? I, I just think it's it's so important, and you know this is this has been a journey this whole year. I mean, life is a journey, and this podcast has been a journey and evolution, and where we started, which still was really freaking awesome and fun, and I think that was the whole purpose that this wasn't going to be a a sit down like okay, now tell me about your program. What do you do? <laughs> that's not us, and that's not what makes the world want to get involved. In fitness and movement. That's that's awful. We've all had people in our life that lecture us and they my favorite where they, they pontificate, stand up on their altar and, and tell you, you know, you're good, you're bad. There's too much gray in this world to, to put people in categories. Yeah. So I think that was kind of uh that was kind of cool. But after we talked about what needs you, who needs you? We had WTF because we were carrying on this little we thought that was kinda cool. Um we should we get s- back to that. What yeah, the- we will. Yeah. We are. We're on WTF, what the, what 50. the 50. That's what we're on today. I know. Um, we did what the food, because Brian and I started out like just the two of us before we started interviewing, and we're like, what topics are in our wheelhouse? And we did what the food. What was your favorite part of that one? Just keeping it simple, right? We talk about B+. Plus. Right, eat B plus, like get a good. I even get said a good, seventy. I like lower my lower, lower the grade, lower the grade. Just get a seventy. Now you know eight. You know eighty twenty rule is one that I work with a lot with with clients. You know is is to you know if, if it's really strict, if it's work, it's not gonna work. Uh huh. So you know like uh, and really just keeping it simple. The more strict and stringent and things we are, uh, you, you know, with diet, especially people want to go like from zero to 60. Somebody coming off the couch or somebody who's done nothing comes up to me and will ask me about the ketogenic diet, you know, is keto good for, you know, and it's like, how about you just like stop eating cookies for a little while, right? Like work on progress, right? Make progress. Like massive changes don't always take massive hold, right? Right. We want to make little lifestyle changes that 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 we can build off of and take that first step you know is always my advice with people that i work with and and you know what can you do right now to improve way things are so it's not like this massive overhaul that you know we really need to to do with uh that people really need to do they need to do the next right thing whatever that may be we'll figure it out i think we were i mean we went over diets and we were like just yeah make good choices sometimes and if you wake up, we talked about this too. If you wake up, you know, we always talk about, oh, you know, I feel bad. It's like a hangover, right? right. Like people are like, oh, I have such a hangover because I, well, why do you have a hangover? Why do you feel like crap? Well, I just ate, you know, like th- yeah. four, mar- four martinis and three beers and I drank, you know, or I ate garbage all night. Yeah, you feel bad. But the same thing happens with food. And then I, Brian was talking about how like if you feel good, go back and think of what did I do that made me feel good. We always, always. think of the negative, but always. I don't know. That was kind of cool. When I'm working with people, that's a common question that yeah. I ask them. Like, when did you feel your best? 
Oh, you okay. drank a lot of water? Yeah. Oh, no. oh it crazy. was like five years ago. Good. What were you doing back then? Oh, you know, you had ditch dairy and you were doing like all this stuff, whatever it may be. You know, like the answer I didn't have is kids. Okay, I actually so slept. Do, do you think, yeah, well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a country song. <laughs> like I still have my wife and my dog, yeah. you know, like everything was good in my life. Um, but, you know, and, and the same thing like with fitness right like i haven't done anything in a little while or or i'm feeling stagnant and you know i want to ramp it up and like what do i need to do like you need to do like the next right thing right like find something that you think is long term so i find something you love it's not for me to say um i love running i love uh kettlebells right so like those are my two primary forms of exercise right i do like a lot of um cross training with with strengthening with kettlebells to help improve my running right my wife loves the dancing programs she loves zumba it's the stuff that she does i think is the class is still kind of called zumba but it's like hip-hop i mean it's it's like on the schedule as a zumba teacher but her thing is like and now she's gonna have to do um get pulsed with elena get pulsed she's gonna have to do um pound palms with sherry shamrock Uh she's got to do kerboomka with kershaw um who we missing out any other dance program oh my gosh just amazing it there you go. Yeah. But it's any Shaheel, of that stuff. Bali, Bali, Bali X, yeah. the Shahil. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So awesome. Well, we talked about that, and then we went into, we flipped it and said, WTF, what the fitness? Right. And that's where we got crazy with the with CrossFit, and we haven't gotten beaten up yet. <laughs> we really, we haven't, and we talked about everyone's got to find their own niche. I think that was a good segue into yeah. finding out what works for you with food, with fitness, that, you know, if you're not someone who enjoys running, don't run. If you hate swimming, find something else. I mean, it's sure. really finding what works for you and you don't have to kill yourself with high intensity interval training. And we, we talked about that with Fabio Comana, you know, it's all about being, you know, functional fitness and recovering to a point I've been, I've gotten so much better with recovering this year. Cause I think I feel shame cause I, everyone has been like, recover, Christine, recover, recover a little bit. Yeah. You um, recovered after that Ironman. Not so much, but better. <laughs> I told you I dialed my, my dial that was at 12 <laughs> down to six on the workout, but then the whole like work thing like you know it's my husband yelled at me the other day because he's like do you understand what you just did and you should be like taking off this week and absolutely I'm like, and i was like i understand but the world keeps going on and oh i got such a lecture yesterday i got like yelled at it's you are putting yourself and your body in danger because you feel like you have to go back to answer everyone right away with work and with whatever and yeah. i'm like but I do. I feel obligated to get those emails and get those calls. And because I was away for a couple of days, and when you come back, you feel like the housework, the kids, the emails, the phone do, calls. Do that you, you want to know? What, you want to know what happened to me? This is interesting. It's just like you, you kind of. But, but I know, I know. But it's like you're torn. Yeah, I I'm lost. Tired. I lost Outlook on my phone. Right. So Outlook is where I get my right. emails and it all comes in through the app and all that stuff. And I lost it for, for my business, High Five Health and Fitness. My emails were stopped coming to my phone for that. Mm-hmm. And it, feel better? it was so freaking refreshing. And what I realized is that people don't need to hear back from me right away. Right. Right. And that I actually had to go like as crazy as it sounds. I had to go to my laptop, open my emails, access yeah. them through there. And at first I was like, how do I do this? And it was like a password issue and I wasn't able to get mm-hmm. to reestablish the connection onto my outlook. And after a while, this is like two weeks ago, I said, 
I'm good. I'm just going to leave it off and I can answer my emails once, like once a week, you know, and, and, or not once a week, once a day, right? like once a day, I'll sit down like and I'll block. take that hour and I'll just pull up, block it out instead of blah, blah, blah. people don't. Mine's the texts and the calls, not so the texts and the calls. Yeah. That's my like, but even that, you know, I think that, I but think then that it make it sits on me. And then you're like anxious because you're like, oh my God, I have to call like five people and there's three texts and I got to go to my calendar. Your calendar makes me anxious. It's fun. Your calendar makes me a little anxious. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. No, everybody it, that it really looks works at it, for you. Everyone that looks at it is yeah. like, oh my God. I'm like, it's, well, I use, I use every minute of my day is filled with something. Yeah. You know, I wish it was filled more with my kids. Life, That's my only thing. Our life thing. does come down to minutes sometimes. You know? It used to come down to hours be like, oh, I have the, you know, the, now it comes down to minutes. Brian, I'm on my way. I'm just dropping off the kids. I'm like, I'm stuck behind a bus and I'm going to be there and I just got stuck at two red lights, but I'm coming. Oh yeah. You got to see the way that she <laughs> rumbles through the door sometimes on, when we're like, all right, Christine, we're, we're taping the podcast at one o'clock. Cause I try and get like, you know, you'll squeeze, 1259. squeeze a client in who's like, I really want to get in here. Or there's a phone call that they're like, can only talk at this time. And I'm like, okay, but I have to be done at, you know, and, it, and then of course, like you're like, Oh, I'd love to talk to you. Drink some water. See you later. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. Um, my house is on fire. I don't know. You know, you feel bad, but it's um, you know, I I need to as my phone starts lighting up and up. So just turn it over so we don't see it ever. You again. mentioned Fabio Camana. That was one of my favorite episodes. Oh my that we've gosh, done. we're what was that episode? Yeah, we'll 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 jump around a little bit right now jump because around. Jump all right, around. that's what we're gonna do. Fabio Camana, first of all, fantastic. Love you, Fabio. It's great. You know what a great uh. What a great glass of wine I had with you, uh, you know, when we initially met, because you are just so fun and funny and, and down to earth. Wealth of information. Holy moly! We talked about just getting started with him. I mean, this is like a a, a fitness expert, top in the field. He's mm-hmm. written many of the textbooks and programs for a lot of the certifications for our trainers, you know, to trainers out there. And he's he's got his hands in just about everything. And we talked with him about the most simplest thing. It's just like, how do we get how do we get going? Isn't like, he so? like down to earth it was perfect you know he he's he could talk chemistry until you're blue in the face and you'll be like i don't know what you're saying <laughs> but he's he, the way he explains it like you know cutting your life up and you say it's a pizza it's a pie and you've got you know eight slices but then you know you're maybe it, or it's money or whatever yeah. it was he was explaining was that you know, you have to really delegate your life and your time and what's important to you. And now maybe you don't have money, so you've got to cut back here in order to take from here. It was, I mean, go back and listen to that episode. It was actually episode number 22. Really some good, you know, about functional, about recovery. And he's he's a good dude. The the thing that I really liked about that is like we could have talked to him about the extreme end of things. Right, mm-hmm. like the high end of exercise. Right, and he, you know, he would have been just as good, uh, you know, with us with with talking about that. But we really like got down to basics. We stayed in kindergarten with that. Did one, you hear you know? too? He also mentioned that you know, like me, he's like he's got an autoimmune, but he didn't talk about I don't do things because of. He talked about here's what I do because yeah. of. Yeah. So I'd like to everyone to mental note that one over there because, it, you know, it's about movement. It's about staying active. Not about taking That's away. It. Don't let what you can't do get in the way of what you can do. Bam. John Wooden. I love it. I love it. Um, with Fabio Comana, we also have to, we got to mention Steve Feinberg. Uh, Speedball Steve. He's our, he's our uh, first 
double guests, right? Gotta, Two-time you, appearance, Speedball Steve. No, love, well, not only Speedball, but Hitbox. That's kind uh, of... Oh, yeah, We sure. had checked in with him, um, you know, kind of in our nascent stage of our podcast, and then um, checked in with him again, like what, like eight or not, nine months later, I think, eight months later, yeah. um, to follow up. He had, you know, kind of launched the program he was talking about and um, set up more kind of fitness retreats around the we world. We teased him for being Heyman. This guy's got like a million <laughs> jobs. He's got all these. He's got like he wears fifty hats. Uh, you know, he had his yeah. Speaking he, of using minutes during yeah. your day, that's him. Oh yeah, he's he's laser focused. The first time he came on, he talked a little bit about his backstory about how he was kind of like a you know, an F up a little bit when he was younger and yeah. you know, he went to school and was like, dude, I'm I not can, even going to school. I I'm can like, relate. Van I can Wilder. relate. Yeah. yeah. I could see Steve as Van, Van Wilder at school. If you ever see that movie <laughs> with his socks and his speedballs, like, like where you're, or my favorite, I'm going to get all literature on you for a second. F Scott Fitzgerald, my favorite author in the entire world, you know, wrote great Gatsby, whatnot. He, among many others like Hemingway and whatnot, a lot of them dropped out of school, but it wasn't because they were stupid. It was because F Scott was like running the paper, doing the drama club, like all this other stuff. He's like, I ain't got time for classes. I got so many other things going on. I mean, again, he was at Princeton and he's got a whole library devoted to him. And, yeah. but that's what I always think of like the Van Wilder, the F Scott Fitzgerald, these people that are brilliant, that are, you know, kind of got a head on their shoulders, but <clears throat> that was, and Brian, <laughs> I wasn't going to throw you under the bus like that, but Brian. I ain't here on business, baby. Right. Only right. here for fun. Oh, my gosh. Bruce Springsteen. But you, like, you, you know, you see a focus, but that wasn't it. Um, and Steve told that story about himself, too. And yeah. he's super successful because this is his love. This is his baby. And it took a lot of freaking heart. I think that was a great story of like, you got to grind. Phoenix yeah. Carnivale. I, I love Phoenix. You got to grind. Yeah. She, was, she works her butt off. I yeah. will follow her on Instagram and she is doing all sorts of stuff. I was listening to Joe, to the Joe Rogan podcast and he was talking about Phoenix. He I was, was like, oh, you mean the girl who was on our on our podcast? Yeah, because she works for UFC and she does a good right. job and she works with Pat Militich, who's a, you know, a long time UFC fighter. And now they do commentary on, on uh, they have the, the program and her podcast too. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah, in she's fighting got, shape. She's got a great voice too. Yeah. She's good. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. We talked about comic book heroes too. Like, oh, you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, her inspiration of, you know, why she fought and, you know, kind of her Rocky growing up as well. I mean, I love it. You got, I, I have never met anyone like super, I mean, there's some famous people out there that I think kind of fall into it or you're born into it and you know, you're kind of like born into money or whatnot where it might be a little bit easier, but it's freaking hard work. I mean, totally. I always remember the kids, kids, I call them like whatever, when I was teaching and they were obsessed with Justin Bieber, they were like, Oh my gosh, Justin Bieber. He's, it's just because he, you know, he was picked up by someone. I'm like, no, you know what? No offense. I'm like, maybe he's not my number one fan. However, he works his ass he's off. He's talented. Like, he's definitely and these got people talent. work their ass off. Not, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, any, anything like that. But everyone, like, that's been a constant theme with all the guests that we've had on. And mm-hmm. we talk about fitness and we've talked about, you know, all these stuff and, and how these people have, you know, their path has taken them from, like somewhere along the line, it's they've worked their ass off. Right. Right. Sarah Cooperman, right? SCW was talking about how she had a room f- full of of uh, phone books. 
She was just going through phone books, every single phone book in the Chicago area, in the state of Illinois. That also made me anxious when she said that. I was like, oh my God. It was like a small thing. And then she, you know, she's rushing off to the printer. Her best friend, you know, she made friends with the guy at Kinko's. It was Kinko's, you know? And like how you can, like, how hard these people worked. They didn't just land on the mountaintop. Uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's from tripping and falling, right? You know, we have all these people, like the, the stories of, I mean, Bruce and Mindy, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's give, the some, mill time. Let's give some time to the mill rays. The mill here. rays. All right. So I was one gonna, day to wellness. Yeah. So I was going to say that, um, that Sarah Cooperman was, was like, you know, created SCW, which was Sarah City Fitness and, um, in Chicago. So that was episode 35 and she was a freaking riot, by the way. She's a very powerful woman in the fitness world. Took quite a bit of her time with us and it was hysterical, the stories that she told. So please, episode 35, you're going to have a, at least a good laugh. About so that. funny. Um, but we had the mill race on episode 29. Mindy and Bruce, Mindy, if you remember, you know, Tabata boot camp, the gliders and fitness, she, she talked about how she was like, and would dance like, like aerobics, like, and bring them into bars and whatnot. And, yeah. and her, she, you know, fitness her, competitions her in husband, bars. Oh my gosh. She's like decorated up and down. Yeah. Um, but her, she was like, yeah, my poor husband, I would go away and this was my passion and I'd go on these trips for fitness and whatnot. And she'd come back and make no money. And he was like, um, so, <laughs> you know, it was really supportive for her, but they weren't at the top of the food chain forever. And I mean, he wound up leaving his job, getting sick, getting cancer. And the, the power that you hear of the family and the couple and the support they have for each other. They, they left it all. I mean, not, they, they were traveling around the country in an RV now to, covered with vegetables to preach, you know, the word of plant-based nutrition and how it helps and assists with, with Bruce and his ailments and the connections that they have made, you know, with, with the doctors who support, this type of, you know, whole food, plant-based uh, nutrition, uh, evidence-based. Right. Right. Is to, there, yeah. to help cancer, to help yeah. fight cancer. And, and shortly after they were on the, the, uh, the, the podcast, they came here locally and uh, I, took, uh, I took the seminar for them. I was there with them all day and it was freaking awesome. Brian is one day to wellness certified. I'm a wellness warrior. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's eye-opening to me, and it was good reaffirmation for for the way that I, you know, like to work with my clients and and things that I'm actually telling them to hear them tell me that what I'm doing, you know, I'm on the right track. Good job, track Ryan. Well, no, it's just it's, it's true. It's nice to hear, and it's good to hear it from people like them who have dedicated their lives, right? I mean, Bruce right. has dedicated his life, and and Mindy, you know, to, to doing this stuff, and um. You know, it's it's touching. You know what I think of with Bruce too is that, you know, like I had said um, before before this whole Ironman journey that I did, that one of the questions is, you know, why would you do this? Is it, you know, how do you feel? You get, you know, you get diagnosed with something, and you know, and I'd said that, you know, a couple of people, and Brian, you picked up on this too, that I was like, you know, you could either lay down and die, or you could use what you have as a gift. And when I see someone like Bruce, that's really well, that's where that thing. came from. I I didn't want to say it just there when I was describing but that. But that's it. I mean, he's it's a he, gift. like his days may like could possibly be limited. Right. Right. They may be based on his diagnosis. Right. And he's choosing to do what his time is. He and his wife, right. who love each other, you mm-hmm. know, they adore each other, have taken to the country in you know taken in an RV. Right. To do what he knows is right, which is tell people not only his story but about. Plant-based nutrition you, and evidence-based nutrition. Right. But that's it. I mean, we that's, are doing what they're doing 
in, we don't have an RV right. yet. <laughs> okay. However, we don't have Joe the Cherry, RV Joe Cherry, what do you know about RVs? Yet. I thought we have an RV guy, Brian. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. No, I mean RV. I do. We do have a very good RV. Jeremy Puglisi. Don't think that I don't think. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Listen, all we need is like a beat up like Winnebago thing. <laughs> I think I have a trailer hitch on the back of my You have a trailer hitch on the back I of my I definitely yours. do. Okay. They uh I want to drive a little one. Pop up. I want a driver one where you drive it. Um yeah, that's I'm I'm pumped at some point. That's that's going to happen. But, RV Family Travel Atlas. <laughs> Check out that podcast. Yes. It's amazing. It's an, a podcast about RVs and the fellow that uh lives locally here is him he and his wife. They tell the stories. It's amazing. And we actually brought that up on Mindy and Bruce's uh, mm-hmm. episode. Um, so, yeah, definitely listen to that. And Joe Cherry is just like our go-to. He's like our magic eight ball. Joe Cherry, can we have an RV? <laughs> yes, you can do that. <laughs> Brian just shook it in his hand with no eight ball. That's really funny. Um, but the uh, the biggest thing with them is that, you know, all right, here it is. I'm going to use it as a gift. I'm going to spread my word. They do it, you know, at all these fitness conventions around the world. And they're, you know, they're traveling, doing these certifications. Brian and I, we feel that, you know, that's not in our cards right now. So what do we do? We're getting the podcast going. We're getting this out worldwide. You know, this is, does not, you know, the information that we're spreading, you know, you're not, you're not having to pay for this. This is something that we want to give to you guys. Obviously, you know, we want you to can get, pay for it. You can you totally want. pay. And we're looking, you know, if you want to advertise with us, it will be, it will be worth your while. Just Don't you worry. Venmo. Um, but what's cool is now. Um, with our podcast, we're going to be I'm saying we're going to be getting our podcast out and getting this information out of other people, how they could build their platforms at some of the biggest fitness conventions in the world. So starting this fall, you know, we're, our podcast now has been, you know, kind of picked up as, as a workshop, as a little seminar so that other people can learn about podcasting and, you know, take our podcast and our journey and use it and maybe have their own platform, whether it's something just Little and local, which is a lot of people say to me, well, how can I just have something like You can do anything you want with it. Yeah. You could just uh, tie it to, you know, do a blog to start. No, that's it. Or a Facebook page. You know, and then build from there. And that's... I think I've told told at least 20 of our guests, I was like, you know what you need? You need to have yourself... You need to have a podcast, right? Like so so many of them. But you also need to have a pretty freaking awesome co-host. Of course. I mean... Congratulations. You know, good for you. (laughs) Wait a minute. Congratulations. <laughs> You're so lucky. You're welcome. You know, but we got that friendly banter. I mean, it's, it's, I've, again, I've listened, I've started listening to podcasts this year because of, obviously I'm like, okay, I'm a podcaster now. So I should probably, you know, I want to be around like Sarah Koopman said, she's like, I wasn't perfect at everything. So I want to be around the best people yeah. that will make me better. So I started listening to these top podcasts and, you know, Rich Roll, damn it. We're going to be on your podcast one day or you're coming on here, whatever. I do, just, I'm throwing it out to the universe. I just want to go for a run. Joe Rogan, I will like, I will curse like the dirty sailor that I am. Okay. Cause I've been holding back there's so many quite a bit. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there's Lewis so many. House. Seriously. Been, been... Oprah. Uh-huh. Yep. So I've gone on long Ironman bike rides and I listen to like your soul sational conversations for hours. <laughs> Back to back to back to back. Um, But listen to great people who interview. I mean, again, I will listen to people on the news. I love interviewing people. I love listening to stories. And I think it's been a cool journey because I've also listened to a lot of podcasts where they're just, um, I don't want to say negativity. I don't want to say anything negative, but um, 
short or not so deep or it all depends. I, I not so fluid, I guess, or where you're like, yikes, this person gets like how many people listen to this? And you're like, oh. it's almost like, I think you need to go back and listen to our first few <laughs> episodes. Yeah. But I'm, again, I'm talking just, you know, you know whether it sounds like there's no match or the person doesn't want to talk or the interviewers, you know, the interviewers just very much like reading off of a paper. Yeah. And what's great is that I'll throw this out here. So we'll, we will, I'm going to come clean for this one, Brian. Uh, We're going to come clean for this. No, I'm throwing you under the bus too. You ready? Oh shit. Yeah. So Brian, how many hours do you prepare for the podcast? (laughs) I, well, I prepare by turning my microphones on for you. When you come flying in the door and sit down. A lot Thank of, you. A, a, no, a lot of, yeah, no, very little. I mean, I think that the less that we prepare, the more, um, you know, less structured, the better Authentic. for us. Yeah, no, it's just like extemporaneous, uh, you Some know. Some people we know. Yeah. One of us that's knows or the other knows a little bit. But, I mean, we haven't brought in people that are like your best friend that you see every day. Yeah. It's really like maybe we have a couple ideas of like, you know, their company or what they do. But sometimes like, you know, I think that if I, I think that if I wrote 15 questions down for people that were coming on throughout the whole year, right? No, I mean, no, I think that like, (laughs) if I did plan to do that, it, it, by the time I asked one question and it went and on the, the road that it goes, like, you know, like if it just take it and it goes, it takes on a life of its own. I think that the other 14 questions may never get asked because right. it's not like the next thing. I was just going down and checking off a, a punch list of questions that I had. Um, I don't think it would ever really happen right. like that. You know, it, it would just it would just kind of. So like when we talk to people, it's like, you know, hey, how's it going? And then it's like. Then the podcast is off. Like it's like the starting gun, you know, and each one's different. Um, I think it's you know, cool. it's very unique. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, and, and you can and you can kind of tell. I like going back. I listen to it. Obviously, I listen to all of them before we put them up because I do the production for it. And uh, I call it production. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You're the I, IT guy. I'm the IT guy. I'm we need each other. <laughs> no, it's great. Christine's the booker. Right, Christine books a lot of the guests, and and uh, most of the well, like ninety percent of the guests, and uh, and then I, you know, I cut it, I put it up, I put it on iTunes, I get it all that stuff going, and um, Christine writes the the uh, pre-show or the uh, the show notes, um, and you know, so like that's when I listen to it. I just love it. I love hearing it again. It's uh, you know, it's really cool. Like you can get a good story, like um, like Jay Alders. Great story, oh, yeah. jumping ahead. But, you know, like a guy who's, you know, not necessarily, you know, Christine, he's Christine's neighbor, which is awesome. So she know, knows about him, but I didn't. And we hear the, you know, we get the story. We get the story behind it. Gregory Andrews, same thing. Um, Portraits of the Jersey Shore. I'm just rattling them off yeah. now. But, you know, or. Um, well, Jay's a famous artist. Yeah, Jay's. And performs, like, and does live art. Like, his art album, is known around the world. Album cover, uh, you know, album For like covers 311. For, yeah, like good stuff. Concert posters, with- all sorts of good stuff. But the story behind it, right? My friend, Brian Hanlon. Oh, same another great thing. one. Brian Hanlon's episode. What episode was that? He's such a cool guy. Um, Brian Hanlon was episode 26. Yeah. And he did us, you know, did us a solid by coming in and talking to us. He's probably one of the busier guys that I know, and he makes these fantastic, world-renowned sculptures of athletes and political figures, and you know, uh, uh, 
uh, religious uh, statues and 9-11 stuff, firefighters, you know, civic. Um, you know, small uh, stuff like that. But he's super, like, he's super like famous artist. 12-foot statues of Shaquille O'Neal and stuff. And, and you know, again, yeah, he's a sculptor and that's what he does. But he came and told us the stories about meeting those people. And Yogi and, Berra. And right? Yogi Berra, yeah. And, and you know, just, like, really, like, it's always the story. And that's something that I've actually learned from Brian. He's a dear friend of mine and, and that's something that I've learned from him. It's all about the stories. Marvin Tyler had a good one, too. He was 28. Yeah. About just, you know, kind of... Wow, my life was garbage, and I got into fitness, and it really changed things. Kickboxing, and then he, yeah. And then now he's like, he's a um, he presents for the one thing, like yeah. that book, and Keller I mean, Williams one thing. It's, I mean, it's really kind of cool to hear some of this stuff. We had um, Sherry Shamrock who invented pom poms. That was a that freaking was, powerful episode. I was not expecting that one. Like she was, she came in to talk about her program, and and um, it's actually these pom poms for for cheerleading, but there's a dance program that goes along with it and they're a little bit weighted and, and they it's weigh more, one pound yeah and they're you know she went into a little exercise science about it but we spent you know maybe 15 minutes about that and the rest was like the story of you know you're never going to do this or here's all the different careers like let's talk about um our recovering careers you remember those totally that's a kind of that's theme. so fun we're recovering so like brian and i are recovering you know whether bankers or teachers and and uh, i love it because we're all kind of recovering for something and all relationships are all rebounds from other relationships, right? That's right. It's like, Oh, well that person's a rebound. I'm like, well, technically everyone that you've right. ever like been the with people, is a rebound. The people that had their very first career is like the equivalent of like marrying the high school sweetheart, right? Like it, you it, hope it's, it works out. You hope it works out and it's rare, you know? And, 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 and sometimes it happens and sometimes people, you know, very, my mom but, kindergarten taught for 40 years. So right. for her to understand I'm on my third career, it's hard by the way. Yeah. Not to throw this out here, I got a little like a little tattoo, right? And I had apologized <laughs> to my mom, like I posted it, and I was like, "I'm really sorry, mom," because she just hates the whole idea of tattoos. She thinks people are like, I don't know, like into Satan or yeah. whatever. And I was like, "Mom, it's really just an art. Jailbirds. Like people, you know, that's the, how they, you know, show their art and beauty. It's different, sure. right?" And she actually wrote back on like in on Facebook or something. She was like. Okay, I just hope it's small. Okay, that we've come a long, a long way. way. I almost fell off my chair she's when I saw that. She's going to disown you. I'm like, wow, because I think it's she's like past it at this point. But I just had to throw that out there. Oh my Since God. we're not on video yet, uh, Christine, Christine had a um, small teardrop put underneath her eye. <laughs> it's a small tattoo. That's so not funny. <laughs> she got a skull put That's on her so neck. So not funny. <laughs> my MS13 gang kids when I caught when I taught. <laughs> In Maryland, were some of the best kids I ever taught because guess what? It. No one was gonna. Me- it was before I got married. No one was messing with Miss Van. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. No, 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 no. Because they knew that I respected them. And- my friend was a teacher in Newark, <sighs> and he had. So a- they killed people on the weekends. I, whatever. I don't he know. He had a nine-year-old oh kid say, "It's all good. We got you." Right. Yeah, you know, he's like a forty-year-old man yep. in a, in a mm-hmm. school, and he was the teacher, and the nine-year-old was like, "No, you're good." Yeah. You know, we got you. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, you're safe. Like, if some kid ever disrespected me, like I'm always like, you know, like you didn't, you didn't know like what would happen to them after school. I'm like, no, 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 we're good. That's, that's fine. <laughs> but all right, so recovering, we had uh, Shane Bernard from Urban Kick recovering right. attorney, attorney, and still pays her bar dues just in case. Right, just in that case. Was great. Um, who else do we have? Marvin Taylor is a recovering Marvin attorney. Marvin Taylor was another one. Yeah. Um, who else? Elena Sanders. 
who's freaking awesome as awesome. well, who sang for us. Elena Sanders was 30. Um, she's actually doing a live um, radio show. That you were on? That I got to be on the other day. I happened to catch that the other day. Freaking hysterical. She's so great. But she's a recovering. She actually did beauty pageants yeah. growing up. And then she was had like a modeling talent agency. Yeah. And she's got a great backstory too. And now is, um, travels around with Get Pulsed and presents that. That's her program. Who else was it? Oh, my gosh. Um, Jonathan Ross majored in um, astronomy. He's a fellow Terp at the University of Maryland. Yeah. He was like, he's a super like smart exercise science, you name it. But literally, you know, fun density is a, is a little bit far away from astronomy. Um, I was going to throw that out there. Um, definitely, I mean, definitely science-based, though. You know, it was, uh, you know, he, he's he's got that. That program's great. Oh yeah, Jonathan. I got pictures of the kids running with the uh, with the Fontensity uh, chickens. That's, I'm gonna post them. That ha- that's yeah. awesome. Uh, Vishal Patel. Vishal. Oh yeah, noon hydration. He's he didn't start with. I mean, he's kind of recovered. He didn't know what. No, he right? just came into the he came on. into the uh, to the company. You know, he got into health and nutrition and and things because his he had family members that were that were sick. What was um, I gonna say? But all, a lot of them. Who else was there? Um. Shahil Patel was another great one. Yeah. Dropped out of pre-med, still getting his like MBA. And pre-med at Berkeley, right? At Berkeley. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah. mean, our boy's wicked smart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> then went over to, yeah, to MIT. I mean, it went on and on and on. Um, Carly Taylor. Carly Taylor also. She's got a couple degrees. She was, I forgot. Oh my gosh. Carly's going to kill me. Barflow. But she's created Barflow and she, that wasn't like a, you know, a straight path as well. There's so many good ones. I mean, I think that the, uh, the you know the story behind that was that you know people just aren't you know they 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 kind of evolve themselves, right? Like no story is is you know those chapters aren't are still being written. Um, Josh Sprague was another one. Orange Mud, mm-hmm. you know, he was like working for other companies, a pharmaceutical yeah, company, he was right? For yeah, it's for uh, pharmaceutical uh, machinery, some sort of like you know things in that line. Um, and he, you know, stepped away from it, gave up a lot to design these, you know, uh, orange mud, these apparatuses hydration that hold your hydration and packs and, you know, like for endurance racing. It's a niche market, you know, it's something that I you, saw a lot of them on the Ironman. Oh, I believe it. Um, race course. A lot of the bikers were um, were using those as well. But um, some other people that we got to We got to throw out there as I'm as I'm looking through. Uh, we had Bianca Grande. She was awesome. She was great. Best. First of all, her accent is amazing. Bianca is number nine. And she talked about sometimes, you know, you get life. Yeah. Was that like a Les Brown thing? I love that. She goes, you know, I was getting lifed. Yeah. She got lifed hard a couple times. You know, life got her. I I use that to this day. I still do too. I'm like, you know, you got lifed. I got lifed the other day. Like we talked about one of the episodes was the Boston Marathon where I got lifed. I got my ass handed to me by the weather gods. You got bad weather. But I got bad weather on the Ironman too. But like, and I also got lifed on the bike a little bit. But like, you just, you kind of sit back and you're like, you know what? There's nothing that I can do about this. And I did the best I could. Did the best I could. Sometimes life just has other plans for you. And be grateful for that. You know, the, the, those bumps and bruises along the way? Man, those are, those are special badges. Right? <laughs> badges we learn of honor. Them. Well, we learn from them. Right. If you don't, then you're foolish. Right. 
and and uh, you know life life does uh, life happens for you, not to you, right, Fabio Camana? Yeah. So you know, like you you really have to have some perspective and I've had things in my life that have steered me in certain directions. And, and, you know, sometimes when you look back on, you're like, Oh shit, that was really supposed to happen. Right, right. Right. I think the fact that you maybe, you know, had that inclement weather, uh, in Boston, you know, might've, um, helped you put that windbreaker on when you were riding the bike in Ironman. That is right? true. How'd that go for you? That is true. It helped, right? Absolutely. I, th- I mean, the worst, you know, what's crazy is I was so defeated after Boston because I'm like, you know, now I'm training for Ironman. We actually had that episode. I was looking through the last 50 as we're going through the, you know, our top 50 50 right now is um, one of the episodes. And I went through it was like December 4th. I think we released it. And it was Christine's announcement. I think you put it. Yeah. And that was in November when I Wonder Woman versus Iron Man. When I got into Iron Man and I'm like, whoa, I threw my name in. But I'm like, we hadn't. Like, I didn't really wrap my head around the magnitude of, like, what this was about. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could never do that. I'm like, no, I'm sure I could. And then I threw my name in. I'm like, oh, shit, I got in? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what what was I thinking? I'm going to be one of the first hundred people to live on Mars? Oh, my God. I just thought it was a cool thing to do. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, So even, I guess, not being able to finish Boston was, like, a wake-up call. I'm like, well, what's the worst possible thing that could happen? You don't Boston finish. was a fucking mess. But there were other people that finished and I didn't. And it was like, I was now, you know, I'd, I'd set out to do this like holistic documentary of why I was going to do the Iron Man, And, you know, and, and, you're, gonna, and you're highly publicized too. And it it's was not like, just a general standard DNF did it, not finish. It was like, it was traumatizing. Cause I'm like, I'm better than this. I don't, but it was so, yeah, between the meds and the weather and me being cold and my body fat low and not feeling good. You know what's funny is that I actually was sick the two days before Boston, too. Like, not, like, wasn't able to eat two days before. Like, was, had some really, is- like, body issues. And I remember driving, we drove up to Boston the day, be- like, two days before. And I remember saying to Michael, like, I'm so sick. Like, I think I'm going to throw up. Like, I'm something, like, I had something. And, but I don't. I don't want to use crutches. Like, I don't want to yeah. say, oh, that's because yeah, yeah, yeah. of this. But, you know, like, I'm like, wow, if I went up there and it was already dehydrated and sick, whatever, I'm wondering, you know, what? But it's all hindsight. doesn't matter. Um, but without going we, through we're that. Going, we're going to Boston 2019? Of course. I'm in. <laughs> we're going. My son, the second on our way home, was like, mom, can I come next year? And I'm like, I guess we're going next year. And he's, yeah, I'm. Next year, I'm running Boston in a freaking snowsuit if I have to. <laughs> I don't care. Now no, I know. The beauty of Boston now is going to be 85 degrees next year. It is. You know, it's going to be. Yeah, and I'm going to be running yeah, my underwear. Yeah. People make fun of me. Be hot. Short shorts. I'm looking I'm forward like, to going back there. We did a recap on my Philly Marathon. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was one of the episodes Windy that and we rainy. Did. Yeah, right? that was a freaking nightmare. See? Same thing. <laughs> but I'm going back. Right. I signed up. Oh, you I'm did? going back to Philly. So what, Philly and Boston then next year? I'm going to do Philly in November and Boston in, in April. And then the ultra. The okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we'll see. We're going to get Not caught up in Christine's web of crazy antics. We'll yeah, she There's says, you should, do a, you should do an Iron Man, she says to me. I'm like, yeah, I thought about it. And then I said, nah. Yeah, no, we'll see. Brian would just like it so much. It's just like there's so many people that say that experience changes your life. Definitely changes your perspective. You also said there's a lot of divorced people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. You're Honey. fit enough, though, that you could do it. Like, you don't need to do a lot of extra training at all. It's just 
you have to change what you do each time you go out. That's what I have to say to everyone on, um, you know, the amount of training I did, I should be a professional, but I just don't have, I didn't put all that time into the specifics of each of it. So whatever. Uh It's fine. It's fine. Speaking of running, we had Dr. Jason Carp on this show. Revolution running. And, um, and I wound up, both Brian and I wound up taking the, uh, taking the course and, um, you know, his information is just, you need to know that. And you know what I'm going to say? I actually text, uh, Jason Carp after the, after the race and after the Ironman last weekend and my Garmin died at mile eight. Yeah. If I know with, with kind of my running experience, like I know my body, like I know yoga, I mean, yoga breathing for 20 years and you know, knowing your body, working your planes, knowing your threshold, knowing your heart rate, going back. I mean, a lot of that stuff I, I text carbon. I was like, I'm like, dude, I think that if all of these runners, if their garments broke down, they would have had a nervous breakdown and just dropped. I said, but you know, knowing, you know, what you teach with, with thresholds and pace and knowing, yeah, know it all. For me, I was like, all right, I don't have my Garmin. YOLO. Let's run with the heart. Christine, you know, you know, your breath, you know, your body go. That's a big way that I actually teach Mm -hmm. fitness, especially running. Like I always say, like in running, the only equipment you you need is shoes and they're optional. You don't need your watch. I don't think you need it at all. No, you don't at all. No, absolutely not. And and what happens is that, like you just said, people do rely on things too much. People rely on a program. People rely even on a gym. People rely on like that specific teacher that if that teacher isn't going to be, you know, that instructor isn't going to be there, I won't go because they weren't there. Right. So all of those kind of things are hangups that like get in the way of people's fitness. Right. You know, so, so like none of those things, even like supplementation and, and, you know, like you have to eat well, right. Right. If you kind of do that, then you can get away with, with a lot of, a lot of other things, you know, like none of it's a requirement, you know? So like having a fancy watch, Having a heart rate monitor, having a, the best bike or the best gym, even you know, or even having a gym, like right. you can get a lot done. You can always get, find a way yeah. to be healthier, no matter what, without spending a lot of money. Um, you know, unless it's on a very highly qualified health coach and trainer, right? I agree. Those with you that. spend money on, right? There you go. Uh, Come for the industry. For the industry. Um, no, but you know, like you don't like. I, I'm teasing, but like a lot of it isn't really true. You know, so like, think about that, you know, like you don't need a whole lot of fancy gadgets and, and all those high end things in order to be healthy. Yeah. He, um, I know Dr. Carp kind of talked a little bit too about some of the stuff we talk about. We go running and it's more than just fitness. It's about your mind. So I think that was something, again, both of us kind of connected through running and, you know, he wrote the inner runner, which the inner runner for, for him, that was really getting the idea to people that it's running's about a lot more than just running and all the analogies of life is a race. And, um, he also wrote run your fat off, which is another book that talks about running for weight loss. You don't have to run. I mean, he could talk about walking and things like that, but, um, it, it's really keep moving, keeping moving. So that was big, but all right. So before we, before we go, we got to mention a couple other things. Um, number one, we had Mike Keenan, who was freaking awesome, awesome as well. His story about working with, um, sports teams and, you know, kind of with ice hockey teams, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he worked for the Islanders. The Islanders. Yeah. And how he, he got into physical therapy and now works with... Um, yeah, he his- was a physical therapist that, that you know, that, that turned trainer. Yeah. And he uses a lot of it in both. And it's, he, was, he was very fascinating. And that was cool, too, because we went on... We were on remote for that one. We went to his yeah, gym. We brought everything to him. Yeah, that was cool. But he's he's really good and is very knowledgeable and works with a lot of older clientele as well now Yeah, um, at Keenan Medical Fitness. So that was another one. Um, we had... Dr. Tony Garo, he's yeah. also a chiropractor. He's so fun with his little cool. bow tie. And um, I actually have been getting adjusted before my races, um, which he's I think He's a great helps. guy. And he's an athlete too. So yeah. like that, you know, that's one thing that we I could say. If you're, you know, if you have a, somebody who's working on you or a clinician, um, you know, make sure they understand, right. you know, what, what you got, what you have going on. Tony's a swimmer. Tony's, he was running, you know, he, he posted the other day, he swam and ran. I think he may have been inspired he's, by Christine a little bit. He's talking about doing triathlons uh-huh, and stuff. Maybe he was inspired by Christine so a little fun. bit. When we had him in was during the winter time and we talked about the influenza, yeah. the flu, shoo, yeah, shoo, fun. flu. And, uh, you know, and how like certain things that we could do to kind of get rid of it. Cause I guess, uh, this year was a, a relatively bad flu season. I did not. Oh my gosh. I think flu. I got sick once. Did I? I think so. Who knows? I always get sick. <laughs> I always go down for a couple of days and I'm like, come up. We're good. But he's fantastic. Um, also Stephanie, my girl came in, Stephanie Lauren from Playoga and talked oh, about yeah. like just, you know, her kind of journey of like, here's what I want to do. Here's my passion. And then you know, taking ideas and how do you, how do you take them and blow Pl- them up? And yeah, Playoga has been a constant yeah. theme on the podcast as right. well. You know, like I think Playoga has probably more mentions on the podcast than just about any kind of fitness, um, you know, modality that we've had, uh, just because of, uh, Christine's work that she's done for them. And, uh, you know, so yeah, Stephanie was great. I mean, she's same thing, you know, she's her a beast, an athlete, her background a gymnast, was a jumper. Yeah. Runner. Yeah. I think she still holds the high school record for long jump. Yeah, at, and Tom yeah. River East High School. Mm-hmm. You know, so she was, uh, and, but also a cool story with her back brace and scoliosis yeah. and and uh, and things, which was cool because that's my mom's background. My mom has scoliosis for her whole life, and that's how she found yoga, and uh, you know, and certain things in her life. So there was, you know, th- these stories they they cross paths, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and and I, it's just like hearing them and and knowing that. Um, you know, you're, you're not alone, right? right you're kind of right. like, we're on this, all in this together. And it's like, yeah, I can kind of, I can relate to that. And, you know, it sounds very familiar. Um, you know, really cool stuff. And, and I think that that's why you and I get a lot, get on so well is because, you know, like we are, do we do similar things? We can go and run together and we do, you know, like, you know, we, we do run a marathon things. on Brian's birthday for fun. <laughs> that was fun. I thought about that yeah. as I was doing my race, like marathon at the end i'm like we're marathons for fun yeah for fun (laughs) i turned 43 this year so for my birthday i said christine you want to run a marathon with me come on i got a couple people out here and i looked at christine and said you know you don't have to do the whole thing and she just looked back with disgust like what's my name (laughs) i'm christine conti i run marathons for fun oh my gosh i did think about that people are like anyone out there is welcome to join me next year Birthday marathons, I think, are a thing now. All right. Okay, cool. Done. All right. Done. Fine. Whatever. We're good. You just let me know where to show up and what to do and point me in the right direction. Speaking of direction, all right, Nikki Pebbles, we'll give her a shout out as well. Awesome. Holy geez. Talk about empowerment and getting the message out for... You know, she was big. She, I mean, she had a huge message for like women and, and body image and 
um, what you and having like. fun and being your unique self and having red hair. Oh, and, she's great. She's yeah. a firecracker, Nikki. Pebbles Rebels. Yes. That's her tribe. Yeah. I love it. I love her. I love her whole message. And, you know, again, she's out there. She, you know, she works with different dance programs. She's in New York City. She's on Long Island. Um, just a fan. And helping people with their business of yeah. being, of putting themselves out there. She was. Social uh, yeah. media. She's yeah, great too. Yeah. She's very good. Oh my gosh. But again, she's amazing. Speaking of amazing, our badassery magazine, oh, badass yeah. women. We had Sam, Samantha Parker and Kathy Ress. Usin as well. They are two women who are just hands down getting out there, spreading words of empowerment, of movement, and they have an online magazine. They do so much. They do actually retreats now. Um, if you haven't gotten a chance to check that out, it's badassery is what it is. You could just look it up online or Google it. Um, but they are just fantastic. And I'd written a couple articles for them over the years. And um, it's just, it's great stories of struggles and about how you know, we're all going through things. It's, it's just kind of a cool, um, a cool outlet, a cool place to place to go to feel like, Hey, all right, I got this. I'm getting lifed, but we're we're just going to keep going. And I don't have to look like her and I don't have to do this. I could, I could be me. And it's very much like, I always thought of like Nikki Pebbles and their, you know what? I read it though. I read it. I've like, I've looked into it like, because they have the podcast too. And they've got they've got the magazine and and it, you know it's all online and I've seen them like I follow them on Instagram just be, you know we had them on the show uh, they're fantastic they're doing great stuff they have their little uh, you know their their little um, uh, like seminar or they you know they all meet yeah. up one place it was in Vegas one year I think it was you know someplace else out west another year uh, just really cool cool things but sticking with the women and on the women's theme right. Dr. Abby Bales. I was going to say. Yeah. She was fantastic. Ever so since cool. we talked to her, I feel like my pelvic floor is falling out every I don't time think, I do anything. But. I don't think that I refer. I think that of all the episodes, people talk to me, you know, or asking me things like that, especially in the gym and mm-hmm. the setting. I, the one that I suggest that people listen to the most, just because it comes up in conversation the most, I say, you know, you need to go back and listen to Dr. Abby Bales. Mostly women, mostly postpartum women, um, you know, women that maybe even had babies, you know, children um, a long time ago. Episode 10, 10, 34 is okay. what it is. Yeah. Good. So, like, that's definitely one that I've, that I probably once a week, I'll say, all right, here's what, you know, I want you to go and listen to them and then reach out to Abby and see if she can help you. Um, she's, Super smart, right? And really, she's, you know, it's but funny. But an athlete, too. An That's athlete, too. No, marathoner. She she's a mother of two. Um, I know I know Abby a little bit differently. Abby's like a, is, is, is she came across on the, on the podcast, which is great because she's working, you know, she's, she's in, you know, she's in her element as super smart, intellectual, and really driven and really showing. I know Abby is like a goofy girl you know a goofy woman who's like you know she's tons of fun she's hysterical you know like I, I i it was it was really funny and i like that she did flip that switch because you know that's her you know her her she's working i mean she was really doing what she's passionate about and and telling us things that are very important and you know sometimes if you come across as a, a goofball then you know no one's really willing to listen to you so i thought that that was pretty cool like i was like a you know i messaged her i'm like ah you were you know you were you were fantastic uh but that's just you know super smart and uh really knows her shit and it's an important topic right um she's a pelvic floor specialist physical therapist that helps women before and after pregnancy recover to get back into fitness routines whatever that is whether it's 
you know, just a, a gym goer to or walking to um, just everyday life, even every, if yeah, everyday life during in, pregnancy or so, or some other issue, some other right. physical issue that you on have. up to to marathoning and you know. Some yeah, pretty- I told her I, I was I came out to her and I was like, hey, listen, I had a, I had a, my second child and I like two <laughs> weeks later or like a week later I was on the treadmill and then I, you know, had 12 weeks to qualify for Boston. So I wound up just doing it and I'm like, I'm really sorry. And she's like, if you felt good and yeah. your body was recovered and you're OK. And I was like, are you sure you don't want to yell at me now? Because that's I'm I ready. Thought, I'm I ready thought, for it. Yeah. I thought she was going to like be like, what were you thinking? Well, she's that's like, the human touch. I mean, that's the human side of it. You know, right. like you kind of get it, too. You know, that's the other side of her. That was cool. You know, that was really cool. Cause again, you know, you need to be able to, I referred that episode to people twice last week, like in the last, this past yeah. week, this past week, just because they, I'm having this, I'm having mm-hmm. this. Like, what do you think? You know, is it something to do with this? And it's all kind of related. I don't know. But Irene Lewis McCormick, talk about her. Oh, she was so good. She's awesome. I'm like literally another bookworm groundbreaker. You know, she is a professor, um, and works with, you know, a lot of people around the country, not only with exercise science, but communication helps people communicate better and just belly to belly, you know, really make connections and travels on all the fitness circuits all over the world has been literally, you could, you could look at fitness music and you see her face posted all over on DVDs everywhere. Um, but she's one of the top women, I think, presenters around the world. She's just and fantastic. S- and same thing. You know, she's writing curriculum for mm-hmm. a lot of these programs, uh, you know, similar to Fabio. Uh, she, Her know, and the, Fabio, both uh, Orange Theory, brothers and sisters uh, yeah, with me. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and um, which is important, right? We got to have some science behind these programs mm-hmm. or else, you know, we're just kind of flinging some shit on the wall to see, uh, you know, if it'll stick. Greg Cook. Greg Cook was awesome. As well. Going out, he you was know, one of my favorites. Leaving Equinox, his story all the way up, and now, um, you know, coming out with his own program, which um, is just amazing. With his wife is working with her, and you know, just thinking like, hey, you know what? I see something. I see something bigger right here. And Greg Cook actually came out and talked about what his, you know, what his reasoning was behind doing. For what he's doing and I'm literally going back through my notes right now deephealthevolution.com and his platform was he wants a blueprint for lifestyle movement nutrition stress sleep and make connections between them and I was like hey that's like what our podcast is trying to do he talked about talked about getting out in nature too which is you know something that's lost and you think about it he lives in Brooklyn he works in the city right and he's talking about getting out in nature and making that connection which is something that we've kinda... I'll tell you about getting out in nature for a long time I'll tell you yeah, about that yeah yeah like plastic. Um, no, but I mean, I mean, you think about it, even for our kids' sake, you know, I, one of the things that I always try and do is get my kids out into the woods and the trails and things like that. I kind of don't do it all that much right now because of the tick season and all that stuff. But, you know, like the kids, the kids now are hooked to the technology. I put them in the minivan. They want to watch a DVD. I'm like, we're just going to the store. Like, you right. know, like, no, like we got to be going like, you don't need your night. iPad. For we gotta, it's got to be a 90 minute ride for me to turn on the the DVD in the, in the minivan, you know, and, and all those things are actually, it's broken right now. <laughs> it's broken. And they told me that it was going to cost like $800 to fix the DVD player in the minivan. And I said, <laughs> I said, why'd you even tell me that? Like you just told me it's unfixable. I've been like, <laughs> I don't know if my car is worth eight hundred dollars. Seriously, so I'll just trade the car in. I'm gonna give you eight hundred dollars. Like no way. You know what? I'll t- you know, some people that would be worth it though. 
even Jage for their kids not to scream. Dude, I like, just want my I want my kids to like look at license plates like we used to. Right, Florida. Or, I just did that with my <laughs> with my son the other day. All right, well, let's find as many different plates yeah. as we can. I see some. I spy yeah. with my little eye, like something stupid like that. Oh man, we listened to Martin Luther King's speech. I have a dream with my son the other day because he looked up and saw Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Uh-huh. He's like, didn't that guy have like a speech or something? And I was like, well, yeah. And, and when we talked about all the stuff, and That's he was awesome. We listened to it, and he could see it on my phone on the car. We were driving to New York a couple weeks ago, and. He had all these questions about, and I was like, this is freaking awesome. It's awesome. I was like back in teacher mode, like giving a lecture about like speeches and equality. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're listening. And I was so pumped as we're driving. I'm like, that's right. You know, we are a nation. I am making a change. And then my son's like, wasn't he shot? I was like, yeah, but he stood out for what he believed in. Yeah. But um, speaking of nature, right? We got to get into this. Go. Lamont Good. Oh. You guys haven't had a chance to check out his work and Cyber Yoga. And his page and tech literally just blows your mind the things that he could do. And it really is like an art. Even though it's yoga and it's movement and he grew up with a dance background, you know, kind of in California, the things he does is just so beautiful. And, you know, being in movies and commercials and things like that, he was like, you know, that's all great and fun, but his Instagram page is like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. It's artwork with human bodies, right? It's unreal. It reminded me, it reminded me of the um, it was statues like a, in New York City. No, well, there's that. No, there was a Janet Jackson video where it's like all black and white, and it was like, I don't know, there was like this big muscle dude. And I he was know like, what you're talking about. You know what about? I'm talking oh about? My God. And she had his hands on his stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was like, song was that? <laughs> And that's kind of uh, like what I, the, it, it's the, the cyber yoga. He's a beautiful, like human like being. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like he's art. And he's, you know, he's, he's done all sorts of, uh, TV appearances. He was on the freaking gong show. We've got a bunch of people that were on TV shows, by the way. Yeah. Shaheel with Bali X was yep. on, um, America's Got Talent and took it all the way. Sherry Shamrock was on with like Steve Harvey. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. $100,000 pyramid and stuff it, like with the sharks and shark tank. It's really, I mean, really kind of cool. Um, Abby Apple was another great guest we had is like a, you know, just an amazing person who presents all over the world. I'm just trying to give everyone a shout out. Dawn Farentino came on, her new book came out. Um, and she is someone who is a recovering accountant who was yeah. like, I want to follow my passion to help people and got into network marketing, literally fell into her lap and was like, you know, ashamed to try, you know, nutritional programs. And it worked for her. And she says, she's like, I don't know if it works for everyone, but it, it works for, you know, kind of, kind of got it for her. Um, and then Wayne Cornett. Ah, oh, Wayne. Oh my gosh. Um, this is going to be this Wayne's going to be a theme for us for the next, you know, several episodes, at least we're going to remind you of it. Our social media is going to have a lot about Wayne and Mm -hmm. his, and his beautiful daughter, Kirsten and, um, and, and what we're hoping to do, you know, what we're going to do, uh, help him do, um, changing lives, inspiring people and getting his daughter, Kirsten, who has SMA, which is, um, spinal muscular atrophy, um, is it's just something that you are she's born with and and there's really nothing there's really no treatment and most people who get this they um they say that that many children pass away by the age of two and kirsten is now i believe four and a half um and she's still fighting she's a warrior and i met wayne 
at the New Jersey Marathon where I pace and and uh, saw Kirsten and said, Wayne, you know, would Kirsten ever want to race? And Kirsten heard it. And Kirsten's like, Daddy, can I race? And he had no idea that this was possible. So we're going to get Kirsten racing. Um, because after, again, my whole yes, you can is my mantra. And that was from like Team Hoyt, Rick and Dick Hoyt, who, you know, the father-son team where he pushes his son. And, um, you know, and the son, I, you know, got a chance to hear them talk and meet them personally. And the son always talks about racing as if he's racing. He is actually running. And it feels like he doesn't have any disability or anything wrong when he's in that race. And that was, you know, kind of gave me chills because that's what I think Kirsten deserves and needs to do. And, um, and seeing this little girl in this wheelchair, I think it would make her life and and the dad just being able to make such a good guy like really that's humanity it, it really was it was a very it's a very oh. touching story and and uh you know it, it's it's how i think like if i was put in that situation you know i think that i would maybe try and do things the same way that he would like in my eyes he's he's doing everything that he can you know, like there's, there's, um, you know, he's there for his family in an amazing way. And part of him being there for his family is for him to be healthier himself. Right. Right. Like, you know, he can sit back and really, and, and, and none of that would do anybody any good, you know, so he's taking the initiative to, uh, you know, to become a runner and become a better runner. And, and the genesis of it was her, you know, the, what, you know, what she, this disease that she's stricken with. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of like how running and, and being an athlete or just, you know, being more fit has helped him with everything that he's doing. And, you know, it put him in front of Christine, who, you know, Christine then has the idea, let's get them this, this you know, the bike, push chair. The push chair. Yeah. And, uh, you and know, it's a couple hundred dollars. I'm a couple thousand dollars. I, I mean, and it's not this it's, is something that would change lives and he would be using this to to rent out not rent out but like you know donate to other people to race as well so it's not just you know kirsten obviously is the you know is the nucleus to this idea but he wants to also be able to to kind of give other people yeah, this chair to use um while we get it so which, i think which you know look we had when we started this touches your heart right there heartstrings when, when we started this whole thing we said we want to you know come up with a platform and make a, create a platform where we can use what we know in our life experiences to help other people become healthier and live, you know, longer, healthier, fitter lives. And, you know, in a way it's funny that this comes up on this little, like, uh, you know, these Oscar awards here that we've just rattled <laughs> off all these names. I'd like to thank the Academy. Right, right, right. Right. But like along the way, you know, these people have also helped us, uh, you know, to, you know, just light fires under us and inspire us to, to be better and to do these, these things. And, you know, it's kind of fitting that one of the last episodes before we did this, uh, you know, this 50th, uh, episode of ours was Wayne where, you know, mm -hmm. we're coming together and we're kind of going to use this, our platform really right. to help this man help his, you know, his daughter feel happier, help himself be healthier for his family. And in turn, you know, kind of ripple effect, help other people, uh, with the use of this push rim, uh, you know, this push, push bike, what do we call it? Push chair, push chair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, so to me, it's like, if, if I could, you know, if I never had to make another penny again for the rest of my life is probably the avenue that I would like to take my life and, you know, and right. do things like this for other people. Right. Like that's like if I didn't have to earn a living, right. you know, um, see advertisers, we could do more. 
<laughs> we could do this full time. <laughs> Just you hear this, hear these words, you know, or, or if like, you know, if, if I did hit the big one, right. uh, you know, like exactly. this is the type of, this is like pretty much like how I do. I probably podcast a lot. Right, but it feels right. And That's I would, the thing. And I would try and help people and just do the right thing. It doesn't it doesn't make sense, right? Like it, it makes sense. It doesn't. I mean, there's no like for me. I guess even meeting someone like Wayne, I'm like, it, it didn't even. I don't even think I realized what I said when I said it. Like, well, does she want to race? Like, yeah. And not even thinking the ramifications of like, oh. Well, I should have not have said that in front of her, or you didn't ever even thought about that, or or maybe maybe you didn't even want to do that. It was just natural for me to be like, oh, well, do you ever race with her? Yeah, it, I don't know. That's for me. It was just like I wasn't speaking. It just came out just like guided by the divine. You know? But we have to say though that um, I think that again, things are gifts, and I think Kirsten is a gift, and I think sure. Kirsten is a gift that was able to open people's eyes in, in other ways. And I think that even before um, we had Wayne a couple weeks before we had um, Gregory Andrus, who also was freaking shot in the head and survived. Well, there's your gift. There's another gift. And I know it sounds awful, but it's, it really is a gift. And now he opened his eyes and thought, I'm going to use this to be a better person, to share other people's stories. And, and that's really what this is about. And I think that, for all the people that we've had on and interviewed and, and even people that have reached out to us and said, Hey, I want to be on your podcast, which is really cool. Totally. Um, that we almost are seeing them as a gift because think about where we started and think about where we are now. I mean, we've also been on our own personal journeys, whatever they are throughout the year. Um, you know, whether it's our own business adventures, whether it's like, should I do this? Should I do that? I mean, poor Brian, I come to him and I'm like, what do you think about this or this or this or this? And you know, it's, it's kind of like an extra set of ears an extra voice or reason or, and, and all of these people I think have been, you know, true gifts and opened our eyes in different ways and given us maybe opportunities that we might not have had before, because we want to help you get, we want to help get the message out to people and you are professionals or, you know, the best of the best and have great stories and, you know, you're helping us help other people. So that's, that's kind of been a really cool thing. That's yeah. It's, I mean, you it's, know. it's, it's amazing to me. I love it. Yeah. I love two fit crazies in a microphone podcast. Yeah. It's where it's at. It's so fun. That's it. That's the other thing. Hopefully you guys can understand that we have a lot of fun doing this, right? Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Too much fun sometimes I think, but I don't know. Well, look, it's been a great fifty episodes, rocking and rolling with it you has in, this, been. in the uh, the two fit crazies in a microphone bunker here. Absolutely, or on site, or when we leave, or everywhere. You name it. I love it. I love and, it. Uh, and here's to, you know, here's the fifty more. Fifty more. I can't wait. We've been rocking and rolling, so I think it's going to be a lot sooner than we think that we hit we that hundred. Yeah. Oh, it's on. Oh yeah. Hey, Rich Roll, hundred. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey, hey Ultraman. Hey, let's do that. Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> you know what? You throw it out to the universe. You never know. Oh, by the way, in the next um, hundred. <laughs> yeah. I'd also like our friend Meb. Oh, definitely. So we're yeah, getting them on. There's a bunch of people that I could list off right now that the, are going the to the three be, of us went for a run one time. Right. He yeah. doesn't even like you may even not remember when I almost yeah. ran right into you. He was yeah. paying attention. Yeah. That was a beautiful day. It's where it all started. We could share our Boston stories. 
Great. <laughs> oh man. So the chapters are not the the final oh, chapter no. in Boston has not been written. No. Let's go get it. Oh my gosh. All right. So with that said, happy uh happy happy fiftieth anniversary episode. Dun, 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 I know. Fitty, you hot. Oh my gosh. I hope never to be walking with a limp for any reason. I'm just going to throw that out there as well. But with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. We love you. Peace. <laughs>